Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Today's episode includes graphic violence, fear, and frightening themes. Previously on Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, well, I'm not going to lie to you. I I regret going to Callenport. Yes, I don't. I feel like perhaps I regret leaving. No, 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 no worries. It's going to take five seconds of your time. You're going to get home quick. Her eyes change from panic to hatred. Well, shit. I don't think that we are friendlies here, my friends. I feel like we have to get inside. Please let us in. We need a place to stay for the night. My friend, he's very ill. It's not just Waterdeep. Where did you come from? Callumport. And is, is it better in Callumport? It's very bad in Callumport. We believe that one day we will join the land of the undead. And any sort of rebellion definitely doesn't exist. Any thought of rebellion would be um, immediately found and brought to swift justice and find a sewer opening and manage to get down and into the sewer. You splash down in. It's not where I expected to be this morning. Who's there? The decimators of dragons. Several locks go. The sound of, like, magical dispelment happening. The door swings open. And you see... Leosa. Where... the fuck... have you been... Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons. I'm your dungeon master, Russ Moore. He, him. With me today is Carla Maxted. That's me. I just threw my pen across the room. Did you guys all hear I it? I did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very good Foley work. Yeah. I thought you were rolling uh, dice already. I interrupted no, you while you were. Carla was so surprised to be first that just the pen went I flying. I was a little bit. You were writing your memoirs. You didn't realize the podcast had started. Uh, I play Yen Bol Nuri, uh, she, her. And Amy Moore. That is me. And I play Thea Amastasia, a high elf druid. And both pronouns for me and her are she, her. And Tom Laird. Yeah, that's me. I play Flint Firebeard. He is a dwarven champion fighter. And uh, he also goes with he, him, as do I. And here we are. Back in the darkest timeline. Here we are. Yay. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Everybody's still so excited, right? Yay. Yep. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, are we speaking honestly here? Or this is a safe space. Am I just putting on a brave the trust face tree. for everybody? Yeah. yeah, we're in the trust tree. You, oh, you, you got friends here. Not me, but apparently everybody else. Here's some inside information. It's been an... An awfully long time since we recorded with these characters, and I remember why now. Because <laughs> yeah, we needed a cool wanted, down period. He just wanted to give us a little yep. bit of time to just time. like yeah. move past it. Remember, we're all very good friends, and we love each other very much. And play a holiday episode, have some fun. Exactly. Russ wanted to wait till I hit send on the Christmas gift order. Do so. some bonus <laughs> episodes, <laughs> yeah. you know, all this fun stuff, and then. <sighs> Here we are, back in misery land, where you can be in the trust tree. Nice one, Carla. It's over at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. You get to be part of our lovely community that's all wonderful, amazing people. It is just some of the best humans in the whole world. It's really, yeah. This whole last holiday season, whenever I was just like, ah, I just need to talk to someone who's having it, you know, it's, it's, I just went into the Discord and talked to the community, and they're just great people to just... Ah, I love being around them. And we'd love to have you there, too. Mm-hmm. If you're not already there. And if you are already there, we love having you there. <laughs> you, you stay. You stay. You yeah. stay right where you are. 
Uh, so patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. And when you are there, you get an episode dedicated to you, like today's patron, Tyler Ponder. Thanks, Tyler. Hey, Tyler, Tyler. Ponder. Thank you so much. We're, we're thinking about you. Huh? Huh? Because your last name's Ponder. <laughs> <laughs> It was a I joke. I wonder if Tyler's I ever heard joke, that joke you guys. before. Be- I did a joke, you explained it. It's a first. I'm <laughs> hoping it's a first. Well, because Russ looked awfully confused. Oh, I got it. Oh. I was just letting it linger. Well, there's no you know. video evidence to prove that you did, so. That's true. Exactly. Yeah, he looked so confused, you guys. <laughs> Thanks, Tyler. Thank, Thank you, Tyler. Tyler. Thanks, Tyler. And now, f- fuck it, let's play. Man, you haven't interrupted Russ in such a that long time, That one wasn't even Tom. intentional. <laughs> No, I wasn't. Uh, no, I was like, I was like, oh, Tom's going to say something right when I, no, I did it anyways. We see a dark night roll out. Clouds obscure a glowing deep purple black moon. Movement down side streets of figures trying to stick to the shadows is seen. We hear Leosin's voice. It was ten years ago. Give or take a few months when we sent you down to Calumport. The signs of Orcus were minimal, as you remember. Portals were popping up here and there. Then, much like you reported, towns and cities began to go dark. The figures quickly zip across a street as a squadron of undead soldiers march past, covering each other, keeping eyes open all around their position and watching for scouts. When I say dark, I don't mean they were empty. No. People were still there. What went dark was communication, trade, taxes, commerce, all of it would slowly fade and then one day stop. We see the group more clearly now. There are seven of them. Flint, Yenbull, Thea, Donnie wrapped tightly around her, a stout-built dwarf, Tolgir Heavyfoot, and a pair of assassins, one of them a masked elven woman, Rainisa, and a drow, Alvalu Egno. One by one, they file through a damaged portion of the perimeter wall into the main complex of Castle Orcus. Messengers and scouts began disappearing when sent to these towns and cities, and military squads would go MIA inexplicably. Those lucky enough to return would tell horrific tales of making it deep into these towns. Too deep to retreat when they found themselves surrounded by the townspeople. But not the townspeople undead, shells of the people they once were. Their factions were driven deeper into the towns, surrounded and guided towards a window, a doorway, something that led them to the abyss. That's when the nights became truly dark and the moon went out. Then the wars started. A door pulls closed with a quiet squeak. The group silently moves down the halls of the first floor of Castle Orcus. Pausing at each corner, the air is still. There's no movement heard anywhere. Everybody roll for stealth. 11. 14. 16. Renisa whispers just loud enough to be heard. Uh, this is going to be too easy. Oh, I, I don't, I don't think we say things like that. It's it, best not to say things, things like, like that before starting a. God, I'm sorry, you might be the first to die. I don't. We'll see about that. The wars were fought all across Faerun. 
all across Toril. It was an organized effort. They knew how we would attack. They knew every weakness, every strength. They had infiltrated the highest orders. But they toyed with us. They let us feel like we were gaining ground. They let us push them back. They let us think we could win. Castle Orcus is silent. As Rhaenysa and Halvelu lead the group up the spiral staircase toward what once was Lady Laryl Silverhand's office. Now, the presumed chambers of Lord Varnox and his right hand, Lipsenki. At the top, a doorway stands between the group and the chamber. A deep black purple glow comes from beneath the door. Halvelu stops and moves to check the lock. Someone roll a d20 for Halvelu's sleight of hand, please. Can we all roll it and take the best one? Nope, one person. I will not roll. (laughs) 16. They tore us down mentally before breaking us physically. We knew nothing except defeat was possible. The wide portals, that would be the understatement, gateways or replacements of existence, where there was world and earth and water was only pain and dread. The abyss was here, and it's all we could see. The hordes, they came and they consumed. The spirits took down anything in the sky. We were driven back to Waterdeep, where whoever was left had to make our final stand. But when all you see is death, how do you win? The door slowly opens before our group. Renisa speaks up. Where? Where's the book? It's supposed to be here. The Demonomicon, it... It has to be here! She rushes into the room, a room that was once adorned with fine furnishings and tapestries. Now looks to be just a void, with a single pedestal in the center. Rhaenysa approaches the pedestal and looks down at it and freezes. What is it? That's when she raises her head. No, 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 wait, wait, no, wait! She keeps raising it. No, no, wait! Until you hear her spine snap. The bones twist and crunch as her head contorts towards you. The dark, booming voice echoes out. Fear, Yenbo, Flint. It's about time you arrived. Now the real fight begins. A scream rings out. A blood-curdling scream. Lady Laryl Silverhand was rushed away before the city was entirely overrun. She was sent to find help, find salvation. But she hasn't been seen or heard from since. Lord Neverember and King Melandrich were taken prisoner and converted or executed publicly for all to see. Anthar Froom, myself, and a few others fled here after a time and established the wards that make our hold invisible to Orcus and Varanox. Little news has come from Silvery Moon or Mithril Hall, and only rumors of safe zones come from the Sea of Swords. You bring the first concrete information from anywhere outside Waterdeep in a long long time. 
The group of you turn, and you see Flint scream and fall motionless to the ground. His breathing is labored and faint. You see his scales lift and shimmer, and static sparks through them. You hear a wisp in the night outside windows of floor down, and you hear a crash of several doorways below and the cacophonous wails of undead moaning. Helvelu yells, The floor below, now! Tulgir helps you lift Flint as you move down the stairs to the next floor, the sound growing immensely. We need that book. The Demonomicon of Igwilu. It was there in... in it has to be there still. It can get us to Orcus, to Varanox, and bring the fight to them. The door slams shut. Halvelu and Telgir are buckling up satchels to their backs. Halvelu says, That carpet flies, right? Yes, the carpet can fly. Telgir finishes strapping up his satchel. The two of them jump out windows and are quickly followed by shadows that you see zip behind them. What, are we supposed to just find the Demonomicon on our own? Are we still looking for it? I don't understand. Are we supposed to look? We look for the book here with the undead or we we fly on the carpet? What do you think? Well, there's nothing in this room and there's a whole lot of moaning and weirdness going on out there. I say we we get on that carpet. Yes, I agree. We need to get Flint somewhere safe. Maybe... Go back to home base and Leosing can help? I I don't know. Um, so I'm going to remember how the carpet works. I think I have to say something. So let me just look. As as she's trying to remember the words to her magic carpet, uh, can I um I would like to do something to Flint. I would like to draw a dick on his face. <laughs> uh, actually, I would like to cast Cure Wounds on him. Can I do that? Do, yes. Can I can do whatever, do whatever want. I want. Is that what you're going to say? Yeah. yeah. I want to I want to cure cast wounds on him. Nope. I want to cast Cure Wounds on him. <laughs> Fuck you guys. I want to cure cast wounds. I want to cure cast wounds on him. Please, now. Okay, do it. Okay. I'm not even going to roll because it doesn't do anything, does it? No. Fuck. <laughs> I just, you know what? Because often I forget that I can heal people. Because um, I'm so used to playing Sully, I was just like, damn, let's get him on this carpet and get out of here. Yeah, I'm not going to try to fix him. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you're on your own. Uh, you, you cast Cure Wounds on Flint and nothing appears to happen. Um, so I take out the carpet and say, yet here. And it starts to float. So I assume um, the and I manhandle Flint up onto the carpet. Or just put the carpet on the ground, roll him onto it. Yeah. I mean, that seems meaner, works, yeah. but it would work better. Probably yeah. in the end, yep. it would be better for him. But I mean, it would be more comical if the carpet was about four feet off the ground and, and there was a lot him. of flopping, <laughs> at, like going on to get him onto the carpet. Yeah, you could do it like when they like stretcher athletes, where they like stabilize them, then like move one side ever so slightly and like slide the board under yes, them. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay, you do so. And we fly out the window. Can we fit with the carpet out the window? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. (laughs) Good question. It's a big window. You zip out into the night. You see up ahead uh, the, the faint shadow of your two friends being pursued by what looks like a wispy, shadowy demon. They themselves have large gliding wings that have protruded from their back. And appear to be in like a dogfight with this demon. Do you think we should go help them? I don't know. Did they go so that we could escape? I don't want to um, negate their sacrifice. But I also don't want to not help if they need our help. Oh, yeah, I certainly don't want people to be sacrificing themselves for us. But they, I, I guess they, they wouldn't have come if they didn't think that they were prepared for the inevitability of a fight. I... I think we need to get Flint somewhere. I think so, too. I I wish they communicated better about what they needed us to do. I would go fight if they need us to, but I think we should get Flint somewhere to help. So you're flying above the city currently. You need to get into the sewers. 
How are you traveling to do so? Are you flying to a known location to then drop down? Or are you going through the streets? Where are you piloting? So, questions. Yeah. Uh, clearly, where we left before was us meeting Leosin at the door. Mm-hmm. After getting past the sewer ducks. Yes. So, how long has it been since then? Like, how well... Yeah, yeah like, because the period of time will help us know, like, how much we would have learned from him about, like, these baddies and what we're up against and the layout yeah. of the city. Where the and safe zones are. Other, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Other entrances to the hideout or whatever. The uh, rules of not leading anyone back to the secret hideout. Yeah. That I is mean, do we talk about Fight Club? Exactly. No. Yeah. We've um, already broken well, rule see, one this and needs two. To be explained. That's right. Um, I would say probably at most 24 hours. Okay. Um, so you would have been given like base information on what types of demons you might run into, how to get in and out quickly, um, the least conspicuous places most of which involve travel through the sewer. There would be one, you'd have to go into the yawning portal, but also one of the more dangerous ones. One of the least expected ones, but one of the more dangerous ones, because the the yawning portal, you would have known that, um, I mean, it's been taken over by demons. It's a direct seed down to the undermountain, which is, you know, more ripe with, Underdark and portal access. Well, I don't want to go somewhere too dangerous with Flint the way he is. So yeah, I'm not, not going to say he's the best fighter out of all of us, but uh, but he yeah, certainly he is the best is, fighter yeah. out no, he of really all of is. us. We wouldn't and stand also, a chance. Also, unfortunately, probably the heaviest. And now we have to care for him, and thank God for the carpet. Um, should we go the the way we came? Maybe. Yes, I I think so. Okay. You're skimming along rooftops, getting back to the sewer entrance where you came. When you hear a wail from behind you, and you turn and you look, and you see another one of these demons zipping quickly towards you. Roll for initiative. Ooh, nineteen. Uh, twelve. You see the demon coming towards you. Thea, you are up first. You know you have um, a ways to go. You have four rounds before you get to the the sewer entrance where you need to be. Okay. Um, You see this demon coming up behind you. It's within 30 feet. What do you do? Um, I would like to cast Moonbeam on its ass. Yeah. At... Fourth, no. Fifth level. That um, bitch needs to take a Constitution saving throw. Where does Moonbeam pull its power from? I have a do-over. I wasn't thinking. But <laughs> well, you wouldn't have known. So it says, a silvery beam of pale light shines down in a five-foot radius, centered on a point within range. I mean, it doesn't necessarily say it comes from the moon. It just looks like moonlight. It just looks like moonlight. Okay. Because I can cast this inside. And during the day. And during the day. That's right. It is just a spell. Uh, It requires uh, several seeds of any moon seed plant, which I have in my pouch, and a piece of opalescent Feldspar. Okay, I don't know so what that is. It's, it, it's power comes from moon seed as opposed to the, the lunar moon. Power. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's that's it's all a I was plant. looking for. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> that's what I was looking for. I was for. like, not today. Not today. Russ is not taking away fifth level spell for me today. It's from a plant. Okay, cool. Constitution saving Constitution throw. Constitution saving throw. Do it. Ten plus one is eleven. Not good enough, my friend. 5d10 radiant damage. Here we go. 17. On a possible 50. She rolls a 17. The light of your moonbeam illuminates the entire area. Whoops. And shines for blocks. What? 
It says, hold on a second. Wait, please. It says a silvery beam of pale light shines down in a five foot radius. Um, and it's a 40 foot high cylinder centered on the point, which is the dude ghost thingy. Yep. Until the spell ends, dim light fills the cylinder. Yeah, but this is a different world with a I hate you so much right now. Fight. And it's so dark. And it's so dark because there's no moonlight or street lights or anything. Fine. And strikes this demon and you see its skin boil and it screams as it charges towards you. Do you do any? You have a second attack, don't you? Do you want to do anything with that? I can't cast a spell, but I mean, can I shoot, can I shoot an arrow at this at this wispy bitch? You can try. Sure. It's a wispy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> now that it's so illuminated, you see the demon for what it is. It has large black tattered wings, huge black horns coming up out of its head, teeth that close in from the sides of its mouth, and dark red eyes that glimmer, and you see its long arms that extend far longer than its body. I don't like it. What is it? You gotta roll to find out what it is. Well, I'm not gonna waste my action on that. (laughs) He doesn't care what it is right now. Pulls out a scroll, starts doing some research. (laughs) Let me scribe for a moment, please. Uh, Alright, so uh, Thea pulls out her oath bow, uh, and she says, um, it's with death to those who have wronged me. Uh, and let's fly an arrow, and it's gonna hit, because I rolled a 16. Without any bonuses or with bonuses? With a bonus. <laughs> 16 does hit, though. Oh, my bonus was 8. Uh, <laughs> it hits. Fantastic. I have not rolled a d8 in so long that I saw one d8, and I was like, there's an 8-sided dice? <laughs> We're so good at this, guys. I rolled a fucking one plus two is a three. That's right. And something also happens because it's an oath bow. My target gains no benefit from cover other than total cover, and I suffer no disadvantage due to long range. Oh, and if my attack hits, my sword enemy takes an extra 3d6 piercing damage. It's important to read all your stuff. You gotta read the whole thing. That was a six. Oh, that was a two. Oh, that's another two. Ten damage. That's better than three. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good thing yeah. I read the rest of that, right? I was just like, well, I'm done reading now. Who would have guessed reading things would pay off? <laughs> right? <laughs> Says the teacher. Um, the demon rushes towards you, moving through the walls that you're trying to weave around, and reaches out to, I assume you're like on the back where... Oh, yeah, because I think Yemble that... is like steering... Yemble's- You've got to buy the tassels, right? How do you steal, steer well, a magic carpet? I don't know. I'm picturing like Aladdin trying to escape the cave That's of wonders. Right. It's rolled yeah. up towards yeah. like you're about to do like um yeah. like slip like slip and not slip and slide like a crazy carpet. I don't know. I guess you right? tell me. Yeah. Do you need to physically steer it or can you guide it? I don't know. That's a really good question. I don't know. Let me see if it says I before I just start making shit already, up. So. It moves according to my spoken directions. Oh, so you do have to pay attention so to where like you're going. So you're like yelling left, still. right. Yes. Left. left, right, left, right, left, right, left. <laughs> okay, so you do have to still pay attention to what you're doing. Kind yes, of. but yeah. I don't have to physically, physically steer it. I'm not like encumbered by steering. Okay. Cool. Um, okay, this thing <laughs> zips up behind you and is going to try to claw attack you, the... Uh, mm. Bring it. Um, however, because of the light from your moonbeam, so bright, it has disadvantage. Uh, that's a twelve to hit you. It's not going to work. All right. Um, he doesn't believe me. Mm. Tom, tell me what happens from I guess maybe above. All of a sudden, you see like this streak in the sky. And you look up and you see Tulgir Heavyfoot, hand axe out, like just barreling towards this shadow demon through the air. And I'll roll to attack. Uh, first one is a 17 to hit Russ. Yes, sir. Uh, second one. Oh, it's a nat 20. Tulgir's fucking bringing it. Yeah. All right. Roll it. 
All right, here we go. It's like the most successful kind of success. It's the most successful one. First one, Russ. Uh, That is 12 uh, slashing damage. All right. And then the second one, 15 slashing damage. Uh, Tell me what it looks like when Tulgir kills this demon. Uh, Yeah, as I say, like he's like streaking through the sky. First uh, hit, he like lands on the carpet beside you guys as he like attacks this thing. Uh, First attack like slashes it somewhere around like the head and shoulder. And then second one, he just like just throws that axe like right in the old neck before he like wiggles it free. Oh, you're going to say knees and toes. (laughs) Head and shoulder. Uh, The demon like falls to the ground in a crumpled heap. You see it fall as you zip ahead. You fly back to the sewer uh, where you entered and get back down and in just missing a patrol of undead. I immediately stop my moonbeam. Just so no one follows us in through the light. Right. Once you're out of combat. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just I just figured I'd say it because sometimes Russ is like, you never said you put it's away just your, trailing your us. moonbeam. Yeah. <laughs> right. No. We're in the middle now. Hey, everybody. It seemed hey, like a real wow. quick middle I know. song. I, yeah, I was going to say, we're it's surrounding. It's all about business. Oh, 2021, business. <laughs> strictly business. 2021, oh, strictly business. Newsletters and business. Check out our Discord for all the amazing announcements that we did not make right. about our newsletters. <laughs> that, other, that others have made about our non-existent newsletter. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> we haven't had the business meeting yet. Mm-mm. Um, what well, what we do have going on this month and every month is uh, very exciting. We have this thing called game time and it is where we get to play games with you. Arguably one of the best days in the month. True. It is absolutely one of our favorite days in the month. And this month I am running a game for three of our patrons plus Carla. Um, and we have room for one more patron. One more person. If you're not a patron yet, you could be become a patron and come play a game with us. If you yeah, are, yeah, you pa- could be become a patron. You could just upgrade, and then you're there. We would love to have you uh, have a full table and play that game. Um, it's gonna have a, it, okay. Here's 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 the pitch. It's gonna have excitement. Okay. It's gonna mm-hmm. have like a little bit of like kind of an espionage, Ooh. sneak around, spy feel. It's mm-hmm. gonna have lots of Lots of fights. Mm-hmm. It's going to have witty banter mm-hmm. and um, uh, probably a sandwich. Oh. If you bring a sandwich to your game. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the sandwich is up to you. Yeah. It's BYOS. Yeah. Yeah. Optional sandwich. I mean, this all sounds delightful. But yeah, it would be really awesome if you could join because, I mean, we'd have a full table, which is always really exciting. Plus... Uh, we love to just see and interact with all of you. It is super fun. And every month, game time is different. We have a rotating GM spot and a different cast member every month, maybe more than uh, what's even advertised sometimes. So that's very fun to keep you guessing. Totally. Plus, if you're at that Patreon level, you still get like all the stuff that all is the stuff. below that. So it's like all the stuff. Yeah. And this month's game is going to be played on January 28th at 6.30 p.m. Uh, Pacific, 9.30 p.m. Eastern, uh, again with uh, myself and Carla. And yeah, all that other stuff that comes along with being a patron, you're going to find, if you're new to Patreon and that's where you start, you're going to find that there's a whole lot of stuff there that uh, we're very excited about sharing with you. And hopefully that there's a place for you. If it's not there, come check us out. We've got a whole bunch of other great tiers with tons of other amazing stuff as well. Okay. Hope to see you soon. Have, have a great one. <laughs> have great a great one, hey? mm, Have a non-specific time of day. That's yeah. right. Uh, and get back to this episode. Okay. Talk to you later. Okay. Bye. 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 You get back down to the sewers and uh, Tolgear helps you, I assume, carry Flint back to the stronghold. Leosin? Did you find it? No. Where? No. No. And Flint, we need help. A few people come over and uh, carry him over to a cot and lay him down and uh, begin checking him over. What? Where's Rainisa and Helvelu? Uh, I mean, she didn't make it. We got to the room where we thought the book would be, and 
there was no book and something happened to Renisa and... And there was a familiar voice and then her head... And then Flint just started screaming and dropped to the ground and... But the but the book... There was no book. The, the book wasn't there. Fuck! How do they know our every fucking step? You got a mole? Fuck. I don't know. We had moles from the fucking beginning. They're checking Flint. Are you okay? Well, apart from really shaken at the most emotion I've ever seen you have, yes. It's been a rough 10 years. Uh, You know what? Yeah, I was going to say I get it. I don't get it. I don't get anything. Um, but what if just right now uh, we we go back? Go back where? Do you have any other, it's not a any plan. other idea where the book could be? We will go look again. It was supposed to be there. What was what was there? A pillar of nothing. And when Renisa went up to this pillar, an invisible thing just killed her. And then hordes of undead were unleashed. We could hear them screaming throughout the building and we had to get out of there. I don't I don't know where else it would be. If if you go back now they will if you heard undead coming up anywhere they're going to expect you. Would they though? We just Maybe escaped. Maybe this is the best time they wouldn't expect us to go back right away. It's so foolish. And nobody else knows in here. If you do have a mole, somebody's telling them. If we go back now, it's there's not enough time for anyone to communicate. Okay. You want to go back? No, not really. I just, I don't have another plan. I'm worried about Flint. Got to keep busy. A woman comes over and kind of whispers in Leosin's ear. Says, I, I don't know about Flint. He's unconscious. He's not responding. He's breathing. He has Vitals. Maybe this thing that's happening to him is happening now. Oh, it did. I like no. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, no, because I was like, that doesn't make sense at all. What the fuck kind of sentence is that? And then I was like, oh, maybe it's yeah. his whole dragon right, thing. thing. Yeah, <laughs> maybe that's happening right now. Right. At least you haven't changed. Well, you know, hasn't been as long for me. Just wait. I'll become jaded and grizzled like you. Sweet. Can't wait. <laughs> well, Thea, isn't there, um, you've got the gem. Can we do, is it too late to do whatever you were trying to do to save him before? The whole, the whole reason we came here was to help Flint. And if this is happening now, I mean, we've got the amulet. We need the arcane brotherhood. Hmm. <laughs> Is that possible? Um, well, there are rumors of them in the north. How far north? Well, they were based in Luskin, and the rumors were that they went farther into the Sea of Swords. We couldn't possibly travel with... Flint like this. I don't think Flint's traveling anywhere. Tolgear's with you now. Okay, well, listen. It's not just a any dwarf can take his place kind of thing. If you need extra hands. No, I'm totally fine with extra hands. I'm just sensitive right now. So what, we go, we find the Arcane Brotherhood, we bring them back here? Maybe they tell you what you need to do. God, I wish phones were invented. <laughs> Or like pigeons, even. Come on. Right? Some sort of... Talk it over. I'm going to go try and figure out what I can do next here. He turns and you hear him scream, Onthar, fuck! I only exchanged letters with Leosin, but I never thought he would no, be so... No, he's not. This isn't him. 
he seemed so sweet and maybe a bit um, particular. Yeah, and, and but, a little reserved. Um, yes. Nope. This, nope. That all that all went out the window a while back. Um. So. What's his? What's your name again? Tulgear. Sorry. Heavy foot. Tulgear. Right. Sorry. There's a lot going on. We. <laughs> You'll ever jump ahead 10 years and then the whole world is completely fucked when you get there? That's kind of what we're dealing with. Nope, can't say that I that I have, but you know your 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 door friend there, like he's he's tough. He they'll keep him comfortable here. You have some time. How do you feel about going on a journey, dangerous, perilous, likely might not survive in order to find Maybe people who might be there who could possibly have information who could save a guy who, you know, has nothing to do with you and then somehow get back in time before said guy dies. Does that sound like a good quest for you? I mean, I'm happy to help with anything. I've been around a while. As you can see, uh, one of my eyes isn't so good as it used to be. I'm probably on borrowed time at this point, so... Hey, if I if I can help you guys out, I'll I'll happily do it. Did you design him as a one week left from retirement kind of character? Because that's that's <laughs> I how mean, it's not <laughs> entirely, but like he does have like a whitened yep. eye and he's missing a finger or two. So like he's he's uh, he's yeah, maybe uh, maybe give a description of Tolgear here as we see him. Tolgear Heavyfoot is a patron submitted name for a character here from Christian Brown. Uh, Tolgear is uh, a little oblivious when he's not focused on a plan so sometimes things can go over his head he's uh he's got white hair he's got one whitened eye so you know his left eye is just uh not exactly as great as it used to be but yeah he's got uh dark skin left eye completely whitened he's also missing his uh left ring finger uh salt and pepper hair he's uh on the older side of things for a dwarf at uh, 310 years old and uh, he has a bit of like a an aura to him. What color would you call his aura? I wouldn't say it's white, but something white adjacent. Mm, a cream aura. I get you. Mm. Uh, he also has an amulet around his neck that has uh, the image of a set of scales resting on a war hammer. Well, if you're offering your help, we will gladly take it. As long as you're not the mole. <laughs> I mean, it's, we've had a very serious problem with that. It's not really, it's not really something to joke about here. Yeah. Well, shall we go? If you guys are waiting on me, I'll just, I'll, I'll be right there with you. You are the expert of this place, so it would be uh, very helpful to have you with us. And Yenbul, you're still on this wild ride with me. She asks desperately for the person who has. A vehicle in which to travel. <laughs> that isn't a giant bird. I am here and this is the world, so the the only people I know are you and Leosin and Flint. I must try to help. Thank you. And and you, Tolgar. I know you now too. What about Dawn? Yeah, I mean I'm here too. She doesn't really know me. I've been sleeping for like, I don't know, it seems like ten years. <laughs> You've been real quiet. Uh, well, there's a lot going on. Yeah, I don't blame you. I was in the maze thing, and then I found you, and then I was in a bag thing. Well, I think I found you. We Deba found each other. Debatable. And then I was in a bag thing, and then I slept for a long time, and then I was in a sewer thing, and, that, and now I'm here. So you are ready to hit the open road, or the underground road? Togir... Must we remain in the sewer? Probably till we get out of the city. But should be okay to do some traveling near the roads after that. Just depends on Orcus's forces to and fro. Leo Sen, before we go, just curious. We had left Donnie's collar. I'm not here! I went to another room! <laughs> Right, he did wander away screaming f words. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. I, mm -hmm. I. He was not. I, I wander not to find Leosin, and I say, "Hey, Leosin, before we leave, we had left." Where are you going? 
well, we're gonna go find the Arcane Brotherhood. Uh. So okay, so you're you're going again. Okay, you're gonna want to wait till morning. Okay, well, we're gonna travel in the sewers a little bit. Listen, don't give me that look. We're not. We can't just sit here and let Flint die. I know. What would you do? I I, I don't know. I'd go find the Arcane Brotherhood. And we're we're gonna go fast. Yeah. Um, Your best bet is probably start in Luskin. It's it's overrun as well, but I don't know where else to go from there. You might find someone, maybe maybe someone like us. Maybe overrun is fine as long as there's not like you know an evil, invisible dude. It seems like Orcus Castle is just a pretty big home base for the big guys. Yeah. So maybe Luskin is just like. Full of the undead. Fingers crossed. Anyway, uh, we had left Donnie's collar before with you. Uh-huh. Any chance, it's just shot in the dark, that was fixed up and you've somehow held on to it? Um, I, yeah, give me, give me a minute. Really? I did not expect you to have it. I don't know if I do. I'm going to go. Check my things. Oh, okay. Yeah, you check your things. We'll see. Question, Russ. Does Talgear know what the force was that, like, snapped her spine? I don't. I mean, all of you can roll... Uh, Arcana. Chiropractics. Arcana chiropractic. <laughs> roll for chiropractics. <laughs> yeah, all of you could roll some sort of... Uh, yeah, I think Arcana would probably be the best... For that, to see if you know, you don't know based on your experience exactly, but you might have gained 16. A, a feel. 13. Well, I don't think the seven tall gear rolls going to handle it. So, no. I kind of just assumed it was someone with an invisibility spell or someone very powerful who is able to. Orcus, kind of big, bad, kind of. Yeah. Some... I really thought we were going to be in it. Yeah. yeah, no, worth asking. Sure. I just thought that, you know, he might. Being having been around for the last ten years yeah. might have had some inkling as to what you was don't up. know of a specific creature that has that mo. You know, not like a, a specific creature normally comes and sneaks up on people and snaps their neck and spins it around and, and then, then goes walks through them. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. end and everybody. Um, so, ah. <laughs> uh, so no, I don't think you would have have direct knowledge of that experience. Um, nor do you get anything from the 16. All right. Leosin. Oh, oh, yeah, yes, sorry. Uh, Imbel, yes. Uh, hi. Hi, I just wanted to say, I don't, hello, long time. I feel like I, I know you, but of course I don't, and now you're so much older. Uh, and well. and I, we've missed so many years of letters. That has been actually one of the things I've missed for the last ten years. Oh, that's so kind of you to say. More than, at least I—I I don't even. Uh, they, friend, they are friends, and they will help. They—they they are your friends, and and they are very brave adventurers, and and I have missed hearing about their tales. Although it has been fun to. Well, fun it, it seems has, like it, a strong yes, word. Yes, I was, I was trying to think of a new word because fun is is not the right one. Flabbergasting, I think, would be a good word. Z- z- they are fun people to be around, but we have never been in uh, a situation that is fun. It is. It has been nice to meet you, fighting, killing. Uh. Lich, end of the world. How are how are you? Um, well, Calumport. Uh, it's hard. It sounds like didn't make it. The my whole beloved city is is destroyed, and and all of my friends and family are gone, and we came here hoping. It would be different here, but it's not. It's it's hard. No. But 
I am hopeful. I am hopeful we can turn this around, whatever, whatever this is, whatever this place is. Yeah, you're, um, you're, you probably haven't been, but you're off to Luskin. It's where you're going. It's going to be much colder than you've ever experienced, I guess, is a new thing that I can pose for you that you'd have under your belt. Um, reports from the city aren't, they're few and far between. And I, I hope there is some glimmer of hope there that we are able to sort out Flint and hopefully correct some of these wrongs that have, that have come about. Yes, we will, we will do our best and... I don't know. Can you expect these people to save the world again? I have to confess, I hope they do. I hope so, too. Flint is not in a great position, and Thea has emotional hurdles to work through. Well, she has been through a lot. Yeah. But I I know you you are trying to gather the information so we can save Flint and go and and I didn't want to keep you I just no it's I I wanted to say hello Pen Pal it's nice to see you in real life I'm 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 sorry we had to meet under such circumstances it is the loveliest thing that has happened in more than ten years. To finally meet you. I open my arms to give him a hug. He steps forward and reciprocates openly, and you you embrace each other in a in a warm hug, and you feel him you feel his body tense, like every muscle, every fiber in his body is tense at first, but once once you hug him tight, he relaxes and not quite collapses into you, but like there's a, a a weight to the hug that you can tell that he hasn't felt any sort of relief in a long time. Well, we'll be back soon, and we will we will catch up on what you have been doing these last ten years. I have not received your letters or I guess more accurately you have not received mine yeah well yeah I look forward to it uh I'll 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 go get the information you need and uh, send you off thank you Yimbo thank you I'm going to go over to Flint I'm going to point a finger at him threateningly and I'm going to say, don't you fucking die or disappear completely and become someone else. I'll be back. Flint, we will do our best to get you well and save the world. John, you want to say anything? (laughs) Flint, it's... uh... (gasps) Wait, Johnny. Wait, Thea. Can you reach... Flint's mind by any chance because he connects telepathically. That's how we talk. Yeah. Right. Uh huh. Yeah. Let me see. He's still in there. Like, what's tell him that I miss him? Tell him that he better not fucking die. You can say the swear. Uh, Donnie flies down, kind of sidles up beside him, knocks on Flint's head. Hey, uh, Flinty, can you hear me? What kind of pictures home? would you send to him? <laughs> to to be like a fiddle, a roof, mm-hmm. and then a picture of Flint, and then an ear. Some sort of shtetl? Yeah, there's nobody home here. Oh, well, you could have said that a little nicer. Remember we've talked about tact? Dearest Thea. Oh, my God. 
You were a lot less <laughs> it is sarcastic I. earlier. Donald E. You know what? Maybe we don't get your. I don't. I don't <laughs> reach. I can't reach Sir Flint's a lot. I'm sure he's fine. Maybe we just don't even look for your collar. Maybe you stay a little boy forever. Leosin comes back. I am sorry. I don't have his collar. Ah, see? Little boy forever. And it's all because of your attitude, mister. Well, I'd probably hide a lot better than a shiny gold dragon. Yeah, but you could kick a lot more ass as a shiny gold dragon. Hey, you know, it's not about the size of the stinger. It's about how you use it. Gross. Get in the satchel. No, I'm... You're in a timeout. No, I will not. No, stop trying to put me... God, no. Get in the bag. No, I'm I'm too high. (laughs) All music and sound effects in today's episode can be found at epidemicsound.com or boomlibrary.com. A huge thank you to our supporting producers, Gabriel Lynch, Mark Hartless, Stevie, Cat Waterflame, Jacob Madden, Christian Brown, Jessica Babiak, Darylith, Devin Michaels, Aaron Stevens, Luke Ikes, and Ray Serbeck. To find out more about how you can support Dungeons & Dragons, visit us at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast where you can have exclusive access to 50-plus hours of bonus audio content, create in-game NPCs and items, as well as play games with the cast. Patreon.com slash DumbDragonCast. Have a great week, and we'll talk soon. Clouds obscure a glowing, deep, purple... Clouds obscure... This is going to be great, guys. (laughs) I'm so ready. You're like three words in. Russ, I'm listening to my favorite podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Eleven? Writing my memoir. Is that the one where Russ tries to read his own handwriting and can't? Yeah, that's the one. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Did you want to jump in with something? Well, yeah, I feel like we've been thrown into a boss battle, but didn't know it was going to be happening. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Not sorry. Darkest timeline. Oh, God. (laughs) Um... (laughs) This whole thing is taking me off guard completely. Good. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> uh, and I do now feel like shit being like, you're the first one who's going to die. <laughs> and then she did. So I'll yeah. make my own penance oh, no. with that later. Are we Are we supposed to stay and look for the, the Dima Comic Con? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was so close, though. Demonomicon. It was so close. <laughs> Not the it, was the right of, it was the right amount of syllables. It yep, was almost yeah, it was all right of the there. same letters. Just one different, I think. <laughs> and all of a sudden, we're at a big convention center. And Lots like, there's COVID. This is a bad idea. We yeah. should not be at Demon Comic Con right now. Demon Comic Con? No. Demonomicon. Oh, God. This yeah. is going to be like Shangri-La all together. <laughs> all together again. Do you think we should go to help? Comic Con! <laughs> Demon, Demon Comic Con! <laughs> we need to have a one shot where we go to Demon Comic Con. I think that'd be real great. <laughs> Remind me what I have to do to save him. Were you guys trying to like find uh, a thing to yeah, do something? Yeah, we had the amulet. We needed to get to the Arcane Brotherhood. Yeah. Step I have this. One. Got a hole in the box. Step two. Yep. <laughs> Put the Arcane Brotherhood in the box. <laughs> Orcus's forces. <laughs> Amy's having a moment. Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Greetings. I am the modestly handsome obituary writer of this fetching town of Crestfall, Idaho. And this is death by dying. Death is exhausting. And so, after a long day of funeral attending, I had retired to my apartment to get some shut-eye. I loosened my Versace tie and changed into my Egyptian silk pajamas. Are you the detective in town? No, I'm the obituary writer. Really? Someone said you solve murder cases. Murder? I'm Charlotte, by the way. Forgive me, but I haven't gotten past the murder part. Charlotte, the friend I now have, is staying in the apartment above her Aunt Lillian's bookshop. She was my aunt. She was all I had growing up. 
I need to know why she's gone. Murder is the spice of life. I knew just who I had to see. The Angel of Death. We have become friends over the years. Careful. Death is ever-present. Her pet, the button-eyed raven, moaned inconsolably as usual. Your friends are abandoning you, one by one. You write about death, O.W., but how much do you know about what it feels like to lose someone? The shadow in the dark woods is making its way into Crestfall. Listen to Death by Dying on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcatcher.